Welcome to the Baker Woods Preserve. Baker Woods Preserve is part of the Indian River Conservancy. It has several trails that span over five miles. It's Monday, July 26th, about 6.30 in the afternoon. The sun is shining. It's about 80 degrees outside and there are some clouds in the sky, but I don't think they're gonna threaten any rain. My goal today is to find <clears throat> a small pond in the woods. So we're gonna get started, but first, we've gotta visit the info desk. Hi, my name's David. I'm what I like to call a professional hobbyist, and my latest obsession is photography. Follow me as I explore forest trails, hike up mountains, and take in the sights, and we'll make photos along the way. Path up to the info desk is very, very well maintained. It's all tiny, tiny pea stone. Uh, trail's about six to eight feet wide. It's very peaceful out here. It's very pretty. Now this info desk area is very rustic. It's all built out of like really antique looking wood. The info desk asks you to sign in, but oh, here we go. There's a door. Door goes up, book comes out. Let's see. Oh wow. There's okay, we found a sheet. It's not like each sheet has multiple spots for name, it's each sheet is an entire sign-in sheet. So we need our name. We'll put our email. Put my email. I don't think we have an email together, do we? We're not in that kind of relationship yet. Give it time. There's a lovely flower garden here. Lots of oranges and yellows, a little bit of purple, some red. I'm gonna try and get a photo of it, but what I wanna do is get the right mixture of colors. I've been studying color science for about as long as I've been trying to master photography. <clears throat> And I've learned that there's certain colors that go better together than others. Hmm. Uh, that, that combination isn't gonna, we're not gonna find a combination here for that. But what we can do, is a very, there's a very rustic and beautiful sign beyond these flowers. It's a post with signs on it, I should say. And they tell you what paths you're headed on. The Norm's path to the left, the Hemlock Hill beyond that. What I wanna do is get a shot of that sign through the flowers. But I still want some of the flowers to be in focus. So that means F11. F11 means long shutter speed. Or higher ISO, but I mean, if we have a tripod, why not use it? 
So I framed up the shot with the sign on the right hand side, right about where the, the, the you know, the rule of thirds, well, one of the third lines, it's lining right up on that with flowers all in the foreground, slightly out of focus, but not totally out of focus. We are F11, one eighth of a second, ISO 100, I'm gonna use a two second timer. And we've got our first shot. Now, alternatively, I would like to get one at f2.8 because it gives me options. So, f2.8, one two hundredth of a second, ISO 100, two second timer. Same composition as before. I, I think that's honestly a lot better of a shot. We're going to set up one more, I think. Let me take this off the tripod and wander around a little bit with it. See if we can figure something out. We're going to handhold because at one two hundredth of a second, we can. Same idea, only we're kind of lower now. And the, the sign, the post is in the same position. Same settings, 2 eight, two hundredth, ISO 100. But we've gotten a little closer and lower in with the flowers. Yeah, it's not bad. I like it. I'm gonna put the camera right back on the tripod. We're just gonna carry the tripod. I have a feeling we're gonna need it. So, having been here before, I am privy of some interesting uh, shots and angles already. One of them is this ancient looking piece of farm equipment. I am not certain what it does or what it did. And I am not gonna make my way through those bushes to get a closer look at it. But what I will do is take a picture from here. We're just gonna set up the tripod, take the first shot that we can of it. It's a huge metal machine, or, or not a machine, you, you tow it. You hook it up to a tractor and you tow it. It's got iron spoked wheels. It's got iron wheels, it's got no rubber on it or even wood. If I had to guess, I think it, um, I couldn't even hazard a guess. Not a farmer. So I've been working pretty hard on a website it's a place where I can upload these photos for you to go look at and a place where I can write up stories about photos I've taken in the past it's a blog basically so if you're listening to this and you want to see the photos You can head on over to photosalongthewayshow.blogspot.com. There you'll find photos from this podcast, photos from past podcasts, interesting opinion pieces, and stories about photos I've taken.
So head on over to photos along the way show.blogspot.com. Have yourself a look. Hi. Trying to. I think we're going to get something good. Is there? I haven't been up to the pond yet. I've been, I was here in the winter and we didn't quite make it up to the pond. My daughter didn't quite make it that far. But. Uh, the pond is, the, there's a break in the dam, so it's really low. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. But there have been some great, um, yeah, there would be some good vantages there. Yeah. It looks pretty desolate. Okay. So go on, um, what do I want to say? What's the name of it? It's a blue one. It's, um, I guess beaver spray. Yeah. Oh. The blue. Yep, one. blue one is the beaver spray. Yeah. That's the. Uh, it doesn't look as pretty as it has in the past. Mm -hmm. um, there's there's a bench up there, mm -hmm. and it looks out over everything. You can see the other side um, if you look up at Scraggy Spruce. Yeah. You see Scraggy Spruce. So either one of those are. Okay. Um, Good spot. Do you run this or you just... Um, we live next door to it. Oh, okay. My husband and I take care of it. Do you? Stewards of it. Gotcha. Um, so, All right. We're on the trails every day. Yeah. <laughs> so the second half of the Baker Woods Preserve, the part that's across the street, is where we're headed. I wanted to go to this side first to sign in at the info desk and get some shots of it. And we're taking the long way back. We're taking the long way to get there. Only because this is the way that we took the first time I was here. And I I'm quite curious about the path on the other side of the road. The last time I was here, and I'll put a picture up on the website, um, the path was very clear and well-defined with large trees on both sides. It was, it was fairly picturesque, but it was very early spring. I think it may have been like March. There was still snow on the ground. And obviously there was no leaves. But now, now that the leaves are fully, fully uh, here, and there's as much green as you could possibly handle, which I love, I just want to see this particular trail. So I made sure to take this route to get there. So we've made it across the road into the second half of the Baker Woods Conservancy Trail. And I'm standing in the middle of the path that I saw this, this spring covered in snow. And it's not much different. Obviously the snow is gone and 
the grass is growing up. But I had forgotten that the trees that lined on both sides of it are very tall, very straight, very maintained. Pine trees, conifers, I, it's an evergreen tree. It has needles, not leaves. Someday I'll have to look up the difference between a pine tree and a fir tree. But what that means is it basically looks the same, just green instead of white. Once I get to the end, we'll turn around, get a picture of it, because I'm pretty sure this is where I took the first picture the last time I was here. Now this is not going to be a photo for the art collection. This is a photo just for comparison. F11, one-fifth of a second, ISO 100. It's just to put next to the original so we can see the difference between now and then. I don't want to spend too much time on it. I want to get out to this pond because I think that's where our photos are going to be. checked the weather forecast before I left. It wasn't calling for rain. Oh boy, I'm looking around and I think they were wrong. I did not bring a raincoat this time. The wind's starting to pick up and the sun is gone. The sun has escaped hidden behind the thick, dense clouds in the sky. And I don't think I have enough cell phone service to tell me what the weather is going to do in this particular part of the world. This part of the trail doesn't offer much in the way of sights. Mostly just a eight-foot-wide mowed path through the forest. It's certainly something to look at in person. But to capture it, I'm not certain I'm there yet. So that's something I've struggled with in the past. Just because something's pretty doesn't mean it's photogenic. Fortunately, I was able to gather up just enough cell phone service to tell me that it is absolutely going to rain. But it's going to pass by quickly. So I say we head on, find that pond. We're faced here with a a decision. Go left or go right? Now the nice lady on the trail told us to take the blue loop, which could only be achieved by going left. But the sign here 
that says woodcutter's loop woodcutter's loop woodcutter's lookout right woodcutter lookout is too intriguing not to explore so we're gonna take a right check out this lookout then we'll have to head back to get on that blue loop I heard so much about Another choice, a left to rolling log lookout or a right to woodcutter lookout. Rolling log looks like it's only 15 feet from here. Well, I chose the easy path, rolling log. I'm going back. Woodcutter's Lookout, this way. All the signs in the place are really, really neat. Much like the first one. They're all handmade, carved out and painted and antique and rustic looking. Really should get some additional shots. Judging by what I saw, log cutters, or log, or log roller, rolling log. Anyway, judging by what I saw there, the signs might be the most interesting thing I could take a picture of today. There, I said, take a picture. I don't wanna take pictures. Um, I wanna make pictures. I'm in the habit of saying taking pictures, but it's not what we're doing. We're not taking anything from the scene. We're, we're making art of what's in front of us. So I'd like to redact my previous comment and replace it with the signs might be the only thing I can make pictures of today. Well, we're at Woodcutter Lookout, looking over the pond. The pond is a swamp, guys. It's a swamp full of dead trees. some to some that may be beautiful not to me not my style so I think the best thing we can do here is turn it back around we're gonna go on that blue loop that got recommended to us because I trust that lady. And if she says there might be good photos there, well, 
I'm inclined to believe her. Because I'm basically out of options. When I started this trail, I was so excited about seeing this pond. I, I had envisioned this deep, clear forest pond teeming with fish and frogs and snakes and shoreline that I could explore. When I was a kid, we lived in the Catskill Mountains. My brother and I would take every opportunity to go fishing. There were ponds everywhere. We were just, just young kids, so trespassing wasn't really wasn't really what it would be now if I were to sneak onto somebody else's property. Nobody was gonna shoot an eight-year-old for fishing in their pond. But there were so many ponds everywhere. You could just walk up to the shore of any one of them, cast your line out there, pull in a largemouth bass or a perch. I was half expecting something like that. But to be greeted with this swamp full of dead trees. It's disappointing. It's a letdown. I'd gotten myself hyped up. Thought I was going to have some easy photos. Now this part of the trail gets dark. Which isn't a bad thing, because if that rain's coming... This would be the place I'll hide. There's enough cover here to keep me dry, at least till the rain passes. The bog, the sign says. Yes, we are certainly in the bog. Our path has turned from a nice dry, grassy, wide path into a narrow, swampy, wet mess. Littered with makeshift boardwalk, which is really just two by eights laid over the mud. But still, I'm grateful for them because if they weren't here, I'd be getting a little bit a little bit dirty. These uh, boardwalks have gotten quite interesting. They're nothing more than a two by plank of varying widths laid lengthwise throughout the forest creating a path, but they zigzag and they twist and they turn, and I really want to get a photo of it, but this branch is in the way, and I'm not usually one to disturb the natural order of things for a photo, but it was a dead branch lying on the ground. 
I just put it to a different part of the ground. I don't know why every time I go to frame up a shot of some kind of leading line through the forest, the first thing I do is put it right in the middle of the frame. Sure, it doesn't look bad. But I have learned what looks better is when it's to one side. And this is no exception. So I've stepped off the boardwalk to the right so that the boardwalk itself is to the left. The boardwalk comes from the left, bottom left of the frame, disappears into the weeds right in the middle of the frame with these old swampy looking trees surrounding it and we're going to go we're on a tripod we can go as long as we want that's the beauty of a tripod so but i'm still going to go f 5.6 because i am going to focus not too oh halfway into the frame i want the rest to i'm thinking about the post process i'm thinking about the editing process i want it to look like the that everything in the distance is just a dark mysterious swamp so I'm going to focus fairly closely and I want the back to kind of fade away a little bit. 5.6 might be too, too close to get that. We may have to go down to like 2.8, but we're gonna try 5.6 first, which is resulting in one, one eighth of a second ISO 100. It looks a little bit bright on the back of the viewfinder. I'm trying to expose to the right to make it a sharper image and make the editing process a little bit easier. We got a perfect histogram and I don't think I'll have any problem editing this into the mysterious image that I'm envisioning. I'm gonna take another shot. 2.8. ISO 100. Virtually the same image, just shallower depth of field. Now, I either heard a person in the distance or Bigfoot. Let's go find him. Well, I think it's safe to assume that these blue markers on the trees mean that we've made it to the blue trail. And according to the map, it's a fairly short one at that, so. Let's see what that wonderful woman was talking about. She seemed pretty excited about it. Blue trail is barely a trail. It's not to say it's hard to traverse. 
just looks like it hasn't been traversed very much. It's only about a person's width wide. And it's not particularly straight or flat. That's not to say a trail has to be flat and straight to be a good trail. All right. This isn't bad. This isn't bad at all. I mean, the swamp is still a swamp. Bog, whatever you want to call it. It's not a lovely pond that we can walk up to and fish in. Although I'm certain there's fish in there. But what is interesting is the bench she spoke about. Because it looks like it was made out of trees that got cut down and then assembled into a bench with no further processing. The bench itself is made up of four logs, about two branches. They're not logs. I don't know, where do you draw the line between a log and a branch? Two inches in diameter. Posts are made up of tree trunks, from the looks of it. It's pretty cool. It is a pretty cool bench. Problem is getting a photo of it. Because it is right on the edge of a very short but steep cliff. I think what I'm going to do here take my camera off the tripod walk around and see if I could find something before settling on something it might be time to go So I've set up the camera 12, 15 feet back from the, from the bench. I would have preferred to get a shot in front of the bench, but there's not really a safe angle to get that from. And it doesn't fully convey the message of what's in front of us. So I've got a F11 I got a dead battery. You may not know this, but I'm trying to hurry because what I thought might be a little sprinkle is starting to sound like a torrential downpour if the thunder is anything to base it off of. So while I change this battery, let me just go over the shot real quick. F11, and I am exposure stacking. Exposure stacking is where you take multiple shots at different exposures and then blend them together in post. I'm doing this because there is no single shutter speed or single set of settings 
that will give me a good shot that isn't either over or underexposed. So, F11, three shot exposure, ISO 100. I could have raised the ISO, but I mean, let's be honest, if you have a tripod, use it. This particular camera isn't exceptional when it comes to high ISOs. So that's it. That is photo in the bag. Well, camera's not quite in the bag. So that's it. That's our photo. I am going to pack up the camera, pack up the tripod. try to get back to the car before I drown. So I hope you enjoyed the show. The pictures will be up on the website. Photos along the way show.blogspot.com Hope you join me next time as we make photos along the way. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like to see the photos we made, you can find them at photosalongthewayshow.blogspot.com. While you're there, you can check out the photos from previous episodes, as well as stories about adventures that didn't make it on the air. Music from today's show was provided by artists at Upbeat.io and others. Links to all the music can be found in the show notes. That's it for now. I hope you'll join us again as we make photos along the way. Oh no, here it comes. It should be over soon.